0: This is the Mate Money Blogging Podcast, episode 31, with digital nomad wannabe founder, Sharon Goulet. In today's episode, I'm talking all about annual content updates. It's a topic close to my heart right now, as me and my team work through this year's annual update, and I've just finished recording a webinar on this topic for the Azoic Level Up training program. But what is an annual update? It's basically setting aside time once a year to update content across your blog or blogs, to make sure they are the best they can be. I find this is so important and it gets such great results that I dedicate about two months of every year to it across my business. Now, in today's episode, I'm discussing everything annual update, including why you should do one and when. I'll also talk about how to prioritize what to update and how to update your posts for great results, including how you can utilize your team to perform one if you don't want to do it yourself. Now, this episode is for anyone who wants to get more blog traffic and just have a much better blog. Welcome to the Make Money Blogging Podcast with Digital Nomad Wannabe. Each week on this show, you'll find actionable tips and strategies for growing traffic and income from your blog with no fluff, so you can quit the day job and have more freedom to do what you love. From SEO to affiliate marketing to blogging business strategies, it's all here. Let's start with your host, DigitalNomadWannabe.com founder, Sharon Gourlay. So today we're talking about annual updates. And it's great to be back again so soon after my long break from podcasting after episode 29. And things are looking up a little since my last episode. I'm slowly seeing improvement in my walking and Melbourne is slowly getting closer to opening up again after hitting the dubious honour of being the most locked down city in the world. Go us. Things can only go up from here, Right. I currently have a competition with myself to be able to walk the 100 metres to the closest shop to buy a bottle of champagne before Melbourne opens up, so I'll have something to celebrate when it does. This is based on my home state hitting 70% fully vaccinated, and the current estimate is that it is only two weeks away, so I'm working hard on my physio to make this happen. I really am going to be celebrating on both fronts when I do that. But in the meantime, let's talk about annual updates. Now, it's very powerful to update your content. I've seen great search ranking boosts after doing this. And I also think it's quite an underutilized strategy among bloggers and site owners, which gives you an extra advantage if you do it. So today we're going to talk about everything related to this, the why, when, what, and how. And don't forget, you can find today's show notes at digitalnomadwannabe.com episode 31. And if you enjoy today's show, make sure you subscribe to the Make Money Blogging Podcast and leave a review. This episode is sponsored by Build Blog Freedom Fast Track, a 10-week program that shows you the 20% of blogging you need to do to get 80% of the results step by step. Learn exactly how to use SEO to get traffic and to monetize that traffic with affiliates and it also definitely talks about annual updates in my course. So let's get started. Why perform an annual update? Really, there is two big reasons why I do this and why I recommend you do Now, the first one is better content on your blog, right? Obviously, your blog is going to be better if all your content is up to date. You know, if you don't currently do any type of update, especially if you've had a blog for like a while, you know, just think how much better it would be if all your content was updated right now, okay? Especially when you've got content that might be five plus years older. It's only going to lead to better blog experience for your readers if your content is up to date. It's going to be more useful, more helpful. The other big reason is to get a search engine rankings boost. Google loves updated content and updating content is one of the best ways to improve your search results and your search traffic. So I highly recommend an annual update to help with all of this. So you want to do one, when should you do it? Now, I've generally done it at the end of the year in October, November, which is why I'm doing it right now. So I'm all set for the new year. However, recently I mentioned how I have done a training on this for Azoic and talking to them. It really changed my mind and I think from now on, I'm gonna do it a couple of months earlier, okay? They talk a lot about it being great in the lead up to Q4. So doing it in like August, September, because Q4, you know, the end of the year, that's when there is a lot of advertising revenue on the table and there's also a lot of money to be made in commissions on affiliates or however you monetize. It's just a lot of spending happening in the last part of the year. So it makes a lot of sense to actually do your update right before that because the best results I see from the update, you know, I like straight after it. So doing it in August, September is definitely what I'm going to switch to in future and is what my general recommendation would be now. But really, it's more important that you do it than what time of year you do it, right? It's not like you won't get an advantage if you do it in February. Of course you will, right? I do just really recommend you pick a time period of the year and you stick to it and you start doing it every year. Now, when you're doing the annual update, I really recommend you just put aside everything else, anything you possibly can. I get that you might have some tasks you just really have to do or you don't make income, but otherwise, you know, stop the new blog content, just really concentrate on the update and just do it till it's done. Even though I, you know, I know that can be tricky. It can get a bit painful if you've got a lot of content to update, but it is really important. So what should you update? Now, in an ideal world, there is no reason you couldn't update everything, right? When I'm going through how to prioritize your updates, this is because I know that no one has unlimited time, right? So you want to update the content that's going to get you the best results. And that's what I'll go through. But I'm certainly not saying don't update other content, okay? If you somehow have enough time, maybe your blog just isn't that big yet, why not update it all, right? But generally, you're going to have to prioritize. And I do this by going through Google Analytics and finding the posts that have steady ongoing traffic. So by this, I don't mean I just released it, you know, it's a new post from last month and it got a whole lot of views initially because it was new on the site. I shared it on social, I sent it to my newsletter. What I really want is those posts that get traffic month after month. Generally, this means by Google search without me really doing anything, right? So they're my like steady performers. They're doing pretty well with search engine results and it'd be great if they did even better. So I look for those and I look for a minimum traffic level. Now, that really depends on the site and the resources I have. Okay, it really comes back down to the time question or because I outsource a lot of this, how much I want to spend on my update. So on my old travel blog that got lots of traffic, I was only updating posts that got over 500 page views a month, right? So quite a high level for a lot of site owners. For other sites, and these days, a lot of my sites, it's more like 200 plus, I'll look at updating it. But it really does depend on the site. Like my Malaysia travel blog, when it wasn't a pandemic and it was getting a lot of traffic, I wouldn't necessarily do it at even the level of 200 plus. Okay. So it really just depends. You'll have to make your own call. And it's more really just based on how many posts you actually have time to update. Okay. And prioritizing the highest traffic ones. Now, if you're still getting started with SEO and find that you have many posts, you don't have many posts, sorry, with that level of page views, you know, you can do low lower, you can do it all like I've talked about. Now, I also don't update anything less than six months old as I find they're finding their feet at that age. If it's doing well, it's not like, I guess, that I don't update it at all. I would fact check it if it was already getting the traffic levels, which I generally outsource to my VA and just make sure it's all correct. But I wouldn't generally update a post at that point. It'll wait to the next year to get its first update. So how to update. Okay, you've got your list of posts. You've got them in order. I would put them in order of what's the most important for you to update and the least important, and then just work through them. And then if you run out of time, at least you've done the best ones. Now, when I'm updating, if I mention the year, I update it if it's wrong or if it's the end of the year. So when I do my update this time of year in October, November, when I'm recording this, I will already update it like for 2022 and I'm recording this in 2021, right? But if I was updating in February, I would only update the year if it was wrong, okay? So just think about that if the year is containing the text, that is. I make sure any links, including affiliate links, work and link where I expect them to link. If they link to like products on Amazon or something like that, I'd make sure it's going to the latest version of the product. Has there been you know If there's been a product update, then it needs to be updated. We make sure that all content is correct and it has the latest information. Then we add keywords. Now, the way that we add keywords and get keywords to add is already detailed on Digital Nomad Wannabe. I have a whole tutorial on this. It's called like my 10-minute SEO tip. And it's linked to in the show notes. So if you go to digitalnomadwannabe.com slash episode 31, you can link to a tutorial of exactly how I get keywords to add when I'm updating posts and how we go about that. And that is exactly what we still do today in my business in the annual update, right? Like my team members that do this process, they have a link to that article, they they go study it, like that's their training. So it's 100% what we do. But it's basically just downloading keywords from search console, Google search console that the article already ranks for, finding the keywords which it already ranks for that aren't already in the article and prioritizing adding those to the article. Now, as much as people like to say these days, it doesn't matter about keywords, Google's smart, they can work out what your article about, you know, all of that is true. Yeah, Google will work it out. Obviously, you know, I'm talking about adding keywords that the article already ranks for that aren't in the article, you know, Google worked it out. But I 100% fine if it has those exact keywords in the article, it ranks even better. Okay, so I still find that's really worthwhile. And we'll update and add to the article. And we try to change at least 10% of the articles. So this can be with new content or rewriting old. Sometimes when we've just done the points above, you know, like we've replaced anything that was out of date, we add some new things. So say if it was a hotel guide and had a top 10 hotels, maybe all those hotels are open and they're still great, so they stay in it, we might add an 11 and 12 hotel to add the 10% more. So by this point, you may already find you've done 10% more, but if not, then we'll just really try and look for new areas we can write about or update old. So a way that we do that is looking at the KeySearch's content assistant. So KeySearch is my favorite keyword tool. I link to that in the show notes as well. The content assistant tab, it can help you find ideas of what you can add. So it can give you sort of an overview of what the top 10 articles currently cover and words they use. And that can be a really great tool to help give you ideas of how you can improve your existing article as well. Now, finally, when we're finished updating, we will change the date to the current date. Okay, there can be a lot of talk in the D&W group you should have an updated date as well as the originally published date. Honestly, if you want to do that, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I personally don't really see the value and I'll just put the date, like if it's been a full update like this, I know everything is correct. I'll just update the date to the current date. Okay. It shouldn't fool anyone, shouldn't cause any issues. And then Google will definitely see that date. And often search results can show dates and then it will just make sure it shows the right date for me. So all of this is a lot of work. If you have a lot of content, I'm not going to lie. We try to keep content updates to an hour and a half. And when I'm outsourcing, it's like a strict rule. It's like do the best you can in an hour and a half per article. But imagine if you have, you know, 100 articles that need updating 150 hours and you only work on your blog part time, that might be really difficult. Or if you just don't want to do it, like me somewhat, you can use a team to do that update, which is what I do. So I'm going to go over sort of at a high level how I go about using a team to help people who might be at the stage of being able to do that. So right now I do outsource, I just about the whole annual update, I really just do some checking tasks and assigning tasks. And it really is a relief because it's a lot of content and I just couldn't do it by myself and I really have no inclination to do it by myself. Now, I generally use two roles for my annual update. There's a VA role, a virtual assistant and a writer and sometimes an editor too. But often I just perform the editor role myself. Now, the reason I split this is because firstly, I think if you split when you're outsourcing anything, the more specific you can be with roles in your business and what they do, the better chance that someone will be able to do a great job at it, right? It just all just works much better than expecting one person to be able to do everything in the world in relation to blogging. Okay, so the more VA like fact checking, checking links, all those types of tasks I have my VA do, and then the writer, you know, who is a native English speaker, has done my course, Build Blog, Freedom, Fast Track, understands all my processes as well. They do the writing part, okay? This is also a way that you can save a little bit of money, you know, because a VA can be cheaper than a writer. Now, the VA basically checks all the articles for errors, checks that links work, updates any years, downloads keywords from search console, finds any, like if we want to replace an attraction, we'll find a new attraction. Basically get the article already, so the writer can update it in the minimal amount of time possible. Okay, so the writer would then update the article using notes from the VA about what needs replacing or adding and using the keywords that have been downloaded too and has that time limit of an hour and a half. My VA would then look at it again and adds any images or affiliate links that are needed and updates the date to be recent. Now last year I did also use an editor role but generally and like this year I use myself and that person really just assigns the task because I usually have more than one writer working on this because I have so many articles so I'll assign who will work on it and then checks their work so I will check the work because I just think it's important that every like as much as the writers are meant to proofread themselves and they do and they do a good job there's always something right if they're updating 20 articles there'll be a few errors in there so I actually just go into WordPress I don't read the whole article because that would be a huge time suck when only 10 percent was update and I'll actually just look at the recent versions of the article. So I'll compare the version today with one before it was updated. And then it can, it, you know, it highlights in green what's been updated. And I just proofread those parts. Okay, so just give it that check. Or I have used an editor role to do that as well. But however you do it, the best tip for outsourcing this is to have really great documentation of exactly what people need to do when. Okay, so I have a wiki. It has written and video instructions of every step of this. Okay, and there's also a spreadsheet we use that has every article that's to be updated, what type of tasks are meant to be done on it, who's going to do it, where they are, when it's finished, you know, status updates, like everything is just done between the wiki written and video instructions and the, the Google sheet with all the articles, okay? I mean, a really clear process is the best way to get success. And honestly, if there's one thing I've learned from trying to master outsourcing It's that even if you're not outsourcing, having all these processes just for yourself is such a winning idea and saves so much time, okay? Now, even when I'm doing a task myself, I like to document it and I use it next time. And I like save so much time that way. So I really recommend for your annual update, before you even start, you write down your process, okay? How you're prioritizing, how you're going to prioritize which articles you update, what you're going to do to each one. And yeah, just have that as a checklist even. You can just put it in a Word document, whatever, in a notepad file even. Just have your checklist of what you're going to do. Now, if you've never done this before, you can obviously get ideas from this. And it's okay if you edit your checklist as you go, right? You might realize, oh, maybe a different way would be better. Okay, but if you've got it document, it'd be so much easier. And what's really great about that too is when it comes to next year and you need to do this again, you have it ready to go. Like, I love it when I get to the annual update time and I go look at my wiki and, you know, I'll edit it a bit every year. I never do it quite the same, but most information's there and I even have notes for myself about what I need to do before it starts and what time of year I should start and just all these things I've forgotten. Even though I've done this every year for years now, I forget by the next year. You know, having everything documented is such a win. So to recap, an annual update is a great way to get more traffic and have the best content you can on your blog. And I recommend doing this in the lead up to Q4, so around September, August, which I know might be tricky for some of you that are on holidays then, you know, but you can find the right time for you, because it's really more important that you do it than what time of year you do it. And I recommend prioritising posts that are getting ongoing search traffic for the best results and aim to update at least 10% of the articles with new and improved content, including new keywords. Now, you can outsource this if you wish, but make sure you understand the process yourself with clear instructions. You can find the show notes for this episode at digitalnomadwannabe.com episode 31 with links to everything I talk about today. Now, make sure you subscribe to this channel because I'll be back very soon with my next episode. Now, I haven't decided what it will be yet, so I'm taking requests. So please hop onto the episode notes at dnw.com. Sorry, I should say digitalnomadwannabe.com episode 31 and comment with your request. Or come let me know in the Digital Nomad Wannabe Facebook group and you can just type in dnwcommunity.com into your browser. It will take you to the group and let me know what you'd like me to talk about and I look forward to hearing your suggestions. Thanks for listening to Make Money Blogging with Digital Nomad Wannabe. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast for more actionable tips and strategies for growing traffic and income for your blog so you can build a blogging business you love. Don't forget to leave a review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you next episode.